Hey everyone and welcome back to the It's Good to Talk podcast um, hosted by Student Minds and then brought to you on the Society Podcast um, YouTube channel. Uh, today we are going to be talking with uh, Tom Davey who is a stunt performer, uh, self-employed um, with uh, personal training and things like that as well. Basically today is going to be about um, coming out of uh, COVID and lockdown. So we're not over COVID, okay? If you've got the masks, well, actually, get the masks and definitely be wearing them in the shops. There's no real excuses, guys. Um, but in terms of businesses and things like that, coming out of the kind of COVID issues that locked a lot of people down and coming out of lockdown in general and how it's affecting um, basically general mental health, stress, things like that. Obviously, we've got Tom on today because he is self-employed. So there was a massive hit um, to him and for the jobs that he had coming up. We've talked about it, uh, myself and Tom, before as well. Uh, so that's the idea for today's chat. Um, as always, any opinions that we put forward, any thoughts that we put forward are our own. They do not reflect um, any businesses that we have association with, any memberships or um, otherwise fellowships that we have um, associations with. They do not reflect the general view of student minds, whether, uh, whether it's within the university or student minds across the UK. It doesn't reflect any of the thoughts for Christchurch University Student Union or Canterbury Christchurch University as a whole. Those views are simply ours. They may have been different yesterday. They may be different tomorrow. That is called being human. Um, we may also swear, use coarse language, and rant about random things just because this is a much more relaxed uh, chat uh, style of podcast. I don't edit it down. Um, I will edit so that it looks pretty in the background. That is all. What is said is what comes out to you. So um, with that in mind, if you do think you'll be offended in any way, please do click off. So, um, Tom, obviously I've been over the fact that uh, you're self-employed, that you do mm -hmm. fitness training and the stunt performing. Um, and I know you said yourself that um, you've had um, some jobs have to be cancelled and things like that. So if you just want to kind of introduce what you do and give us a bit more about like, what's happened since. Um, yeah, so I, as well as being a martial arts instructor, a fitness instructor, I also work for a stage and screen combat fight and low-level stunt team. So basically I get called into productions when they need someone to be beaten up, thrown around, set on fire, thrown off. So yeah, yeah the usual stuff. Yeah, you seeing that. Um, maybe not so far as much, but can happen. <laughs> um, hasn't happened on any films yet. Touch wood. Uh, but yeah, so I had, um, I believe I was, I had, and was meant to be having two filming productions I was going to be working on, and they would have been starting and finishing straight one from the other, and they would have been for about seven, eight weeks each, just for the fight role. Uh, but yeah, they. Um, I think the cameraman came back from Italy with uh, a nice touch of COVID. So just at the start of all this, they were basically production cancelled and closed down. Uh, I'm still waiting to hear back if they're even still carrying on with the production for both of them. Um, yeah, so yeah, obviously as a personal trainer and martial arts instructor, can't do that because it's a close proximity thing. Even though you can go to a gym now, as a one-on-one -on -one instructor, I can't really, you know, I could maybe do online. I've been looking at starting up online training for the personal training side of things. Slowly. I uh, haven't got around to doing it yet because I'm sorting out everything else in my life. 
as usually get, happens and becomes the way. Yeah. Uh, martial arts, that's, which is my main thing, which is my main income, is completely gone. Yeah. For, I think the last, the last job I had doing anything was I did a course for independent drama up in London on teaching actors and fight performers how to fall over without hurting themselves. And did that for most of the month of February. That was about it. So I've been pretty much self-isolating and stuck in house since the end of Feb. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's been, it's definitely hit martial arts. Uh, I was yeah. um, partway through my um, instructorship for, uh, to become a Tai Chi instructor. And I was due to start my train, uh, my kind of uh, training for my uh, black belt equivalency in um, uh, Filipino martial arts. So I was um, working towards my Catalan guru uh, instructorship. So they're both on a hiatus at the moment. Hopefully I'll be able to pick them up relatively soon. So yeah, but obviously with martial arts and fitness, anything like that, you're completely closed off because it's, it's hands-on. I mean, it's literally, yeah. literally hands-on. Um, so it causes big issues. Obviously with martial arts being your main employment, um, the biggest thing in terms of uh, self-defense, uh, sorry, self-defense, self-employment, long day, um, in terms of <laughs> self-employment for you, um, it's going to be a big issue in for you with uh, with bills and just stress in general at the moment. I'm guessing because um, oh, yeah. obviously everyone has has some savings. Well, I say obviously. I until past few years, I don't really have savings, but generally we hope we have some savings so that when things like this happen, you know, it becomes our rainy day. But if it's elongated like this, I know there's been um, there's been certain things that you can claim from the government, but how readily they come and things like that it's got to be it's going to be really playing on with stress yeah i've heard from people with the um especially in the like entertainment and industry of the actors and stuff that i work with um i've heard 50 50 i've heard from some people some people have said they got one lump sum up front and some people have said they're still waiting for payment and some are saying and some are saying they've had trickles come through like every month kind of thing but I pretty much did the, what I consider the, what I call smart thing. And the second all this kicked off, I just went straight to the um, universal credit as a backup because it was a guaranteed thing. Yes. It was guaranteed steady income. And I looked into going for the um, government scheme, but I, because my, my income fluctuates so much depending on what I'm doing, how many sessions I'm teaching. I kind of basically got given a, yeah, we can't guarantee you get a set payment what yeah it's, it's it's really it's, weird it's, the, the tax man doesn't it's, like it's, it if you yeah. don't earn the same amount every single month that's why yeah. certain people that do say temp especially when i was doing temp work um a few years ago i'd almost every year i'd get a letter from um the the tax man saying oh yeah you overpaid your tax i'm like yeah i know i have because you took that one month where i had a load of work and said oh that must be what he's earning every month so no <laughs> here's a few yeah. back um, so yeah, I mean, it's got to be because obviously, although universal credit is there and it, it's guaranteed, it's still not. You know, if you've got a big, like you were saying, you had the job set up, so that I'm guessing the money yeah. for that would be definitely better than universal credit. So, oh, you, you'll have you'll three, have, top three, four times. Yeah. So you're gonna have things in your a couple head. Of weeks. <laughs> you end up. I mean, you've got to be buying or at least planning in your head for the next thing. Or I mean, you've just renovated. Um, so. Um, Tom has a uh, in-house dojo. So basically in his flat, there's a, it's a dojo. So dojo doesn't mean a bright, fancy gym that you get on all the no. 
McDojo's kind of stuff. It's literally, it's a I wish I had train. that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's somewhere to train. If you're training, it, it, martial arts training, that is a dojo. That's it. In fact, it doesn't need, technically, if you go back to the Japanese, it doesn't even need to be uh, martial arts. It's just somewhere you train. Um, the place so, of yeah. the way. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Tom has a... Tom, you've, you've only just kind of redone all that and made it look better. So there's going to be some money spent kind there. Of, I, yeah, I think I spent about, I mean, I got mats from Phil, one of the instructors, because he had a load, he got, I can't remember, he think he got them from another martial artist. And they were basically sitting in his garage not being used because he was using one of them. He had like four of them. So I've got two, like, permanently matted bit in my, like, almost yeah. completely permanently matted room, um, which I got of him. So that didn't cost anything. They were on permanent loan, as it were. I think I just spent about 200 quid on kit for training and teaching with. Yeah. Uh, at, back in start of the year. And yeah, the, that room has obviously since become a storage room <laughs> for the moment because I then had, um, well, yeah, I spent, uh, yeah, I think I spent 200 quid not this year, it was like last year and the year before for it. And yeah. then I, my fucking phone's still enough. <laughs> my phone is on silent, yet yeah, still deciding to set off the. No, oh, I get I get Facebook um, <laughs> things sometimes during these podcasts. It's brilliant. So if you hear the Wilhelm scream in the background, it's my phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's not someone t- tied up in the background. Don't worry, guys. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, obviously, there's there's money spent there, which yeah. if you're assuming you've got jobs coming up, that's not too bad. But I mean, otherwise, you're kind of you're really brilliant. I mean, I'm I'm very lucky. I I, I had I, I had the money during this that I'm I'm okay. I'm you know I. I am, I've, I'm sure to some people's chagrin, live up to the male middle class um, thing. I'm okay. Um, but for a lot of people, this is a fucking nightmare at the moment. And, um, you know, the, the idea that, especially if you're self-employed, I mean, we were going to have somebody else um, coming on uh, tonight, a, a dance instructor, but unfortunately, he's literally doing his accounts at the moment. So... It's kind of proven my point that there's, there's still that has to take precedent absolutely just because it gets all done and you, you try and reduce the stress because i mean I'm, I'm guess i'm purely guessing that stress has been quite a factor for you over the past few months of yeah. even at some points i'm guessing just going actually can i afford to do this i mean i know i know previously because there's there's been issues that you've had issues in having the money to get to a job so yeah. For, for this time, I mean, has it has it has there been an issue at which you've had um, times where you know food's been an issue, or has Universal Credit kind of got you through? Um, if you've got me through, I mean, I'm one of these people who I have I've lived on the same diet for God knows how many years. Of a fucking awful I diet, food. as I remember, Tom. Um, it's not it's not, it's not horrendously awful. I as a vegetarian who can't eat meat, but. Um, I'm I, vegetarian as well. Yeah, you can't get yeah. away with that. I'm vegetarian <laughs> as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I live on vegetables, rice, pasta, and noodles as the main. You know, it's, it's simple Asian-themed cuisine is what I live on because it's simple, easy, and takes like ten minutes to do, <laughs> if that. Yeah, it's just very, it's very lacking when I when I've seen it occasionally. It just there's not a lot of there's not a lot of bulk in the stuff that you eat. Um, but then we are very different body types. So I can go off an entire rant about protein and all the other things that usually come up with the second two people. But yeah, I'm not oh, gonna... d- uh, ditto. <laughs> um, sports nutrition is literally what I did. So yeah. Um, yeah but uh, yeah, so obviously yeah, no, I, I buy in bulk. Be... I buy in bulk. So I get yeah. reduced 
you know, I, if I'm if I'm going to buy pasta from somewhere, I get like the wholemeal bags that are like several kilos for <laughs> yeah. f- three or four quid. <laughs> so that's me set for maybe a month and a half on pasta alone. <laughs> Some of us, Tom, just make our own. Um... <laughs> Do you grow your own rice? <laughs> I don't eat that much rice. Um, I used to... <laughs> I'm just being asked there, guys. I used to work in an Italian restaurant um, in the kitchen, so I'm just—it's occasionally fun to do. Um, you've, seen my, you've seen the size of my kitchen. Yes, it's a hallway, but there's no space to do anything in it. Hey, you could still—I mean, <laughs> spaghetti. Um, <laughs> I would love yes, to but, learn the whole um, hand-pulled noodles. I would love to learn that. It's, oh, yeah. It looks so good. It looks it so is, good, but yeah, I don't have the space to do. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, so luckily for you, food isn't an issue. And I know it has been for, for some people. Obviously, we've yeah. had massive rise in um, the uptake in um, food banks. Food banks. For that. Yeah. Uh, they've, you know, massively got, I think, quadrupled almost. Um, and, you know, certain people in our government have said that's a good thing. I'm not entirely sure how the fuck that works. Um, I'm sure it was Matt Hancock that said it was a good thing that food banks existed. Now, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt in that I think he didn't mean it in that way, but you're mm-hmm. a fucking idiot, mm-hmm. mate. Um, better. <laughs> I think what well, he... It's a, it's I, a good I, thing I, people I, can't afford food and we have places for them to get it. Yeah, I'm assuming... Then yeah, I'm they assuming shouldn't he be was, able to not afford it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm assuming he, his, his it's good was a, was a more kind of humanitarian thing of, oh, isn't it good that we look after each other? I, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming, I'm, I'm hoping, yep. I'm fucking hoping it was that, and not just, oh, isn't it good that people are poor? Because that's how it came across. Um, that's very much how it came across. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't think me and you are the same, same um, voting either, and we both disagree with that. Um, not that either of us are Tories, but I don't think we're the same. <laughs> um, despite, I, I mean, I'm from a very kind of conservative background, but fuck no. Um, so. Um, I, I, can't even, I, was, I can't even remember how I voted last time I voted. I'm pretty much, I, who, whoever seems the less idiotic at the time. Whoever's not the MP at the moment. Who, yeah, whoever's both, not. Both live in the same town, by the way, guys. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, not, not that. <clears throat> yeah. Rick, you can say it. Um, so, yeah, obviously, there's, you've been lucky with uh, not having to worry about yeah. the food, but has there been because obviously you were um i remember you were getting different internet put in and stuff like that but um i'm, I'm guessing little things like that so little kind of they're, small they're luxuries. luxuries really but they're yeah, kind small, of luxuries. But yeah. um yeah, small luxuries that's got to be difficult because you've got to really look of like okay can i afford this extra five or ten pound a month can i afford this because normally that's not an issue but five or ten pound especially if you're bulk buying in terms of pasta and rice that is a fucking week's worth of shopping i mean that's that's literally you know if, if, if you're oh, looking in, at it, it when i was a cleaner i lived on my monthly food expenditure just food it was ten pound a month oh i did that when i was a student first time yeah two pound fifty a week um that's back when uh, bread only cost like 15p though <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is only going back four years, five years for me. This is when I was at my old flat. Um, I lived on 10 of a month for food yeah. because you know, I was on a fairly you know, above minimum wage, but I was paying probably about, about the same as I'm paying in rent and stuff now, but it was in a higher counter tax band. So that wiped out most of my income on top of it. So no, I was on, okay, cool. I can afford 10 of a month for food. Counter tax is such a 
such a bullshit thing. I, I currently live in a three bed house with a, an office. I'm moving to a flat and it's still going to be the same amount of people in that house or flat, but I'm, but the amount I'm paying in council tax is going to go down massively. That's just fucking ridiculous. Um, but yeah. you know, that's how, how does the point. size of your house change, change my image? You yeah. personally. Yeah. I, I never got that. It's, it's weird. It's very weird. Um, I just just thought, anyone watching this, by the way, um, if you're a student at Canterbury Cross University, even if you're not potentially, but we just talked about food banks, uh, the chaplaincy at the university do have like a, a food bank type thing. Um, obviously, we don't like the fact that they exist, but if you are suffering, you're in Canterbury, um, do go and see them. So Rev Dave over there and Reverend Jeremy over there, um, they will be able to help you. There, there'll be something there. Um, so please do get in contact with them. There are some societies at university as well, the Self Defence Society, um, for instance, that will help with buying food as well if you have any issues you can't get through to them so um you know there, there are people out there so if you, you are struggling if this has done what we're talking about tonight to you and you are really stressed and you, you're not able to you're, you're worried about food or anything like that or and even just good quality food because sometimes you can end up buying just really fatty shit just to get the energy um please do go and uh, speak to someone there and hopefully they will be able to help you out um yeah so uh Going back to that, I just thought I'd just let everyone know. Sorry, um, but yeah, so, I've lost my train of thought now. <laughs> so those, um, those luxuries have got to be, again, I say luxuries, but the internet isn't a luxury, especially if, if like you were saying, you're thinking about trying to move your yeah, fitness so stuff online. It becomes a necessity. Um, business expense for me now. It's... Yeah, yeah. And, but a business expense that is now potentially unaffordable or becoming more unaffordable because of the fact that you need to go on in the first place. It's, it, it's really, it's a, bit, it's a bit of a catch 22 situation. There was like, okay, every, everyone's now working from home. Every personal trainer is doing everything online. Every gym's doing everything online. Yeah. I, as well as doing like fitness training, I'm still writing up the program and stuff at the moment for fitness training. I've got uh, one of my, one of the students from one of the Aikido clubs is my test dummy. So I've kind of every now and then sending him out some stuff going, how does this work for you? <laughs> Yeah. Um, I've also got, I was looking at doing, as I've said before, the um, like online tutorial stuff for um, the falling, uh, falling from the ground up, the stuff I teach to actors from learning to break fall and do stunt falls. Do you know, um, that, yeah, just because this is a different audience to the, to our other, the other podcast that I um, talked to you on, do you want to explain what a break fall is? <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Break fall. It's a way of falling over used horrendously in martial arts and uh, very much so in stage three combat and stunt work for how to not break yourself when you get thrown over onto the floor into something off of something sometimes through something generally in martial arts use it's just a way of landing on the floor and not hurting yourself it's just relaxing into the floor yeah i just thought i'd do that because i, I i'm aware that there's you know probably people watching because this is um in terms of student minds there's probably people watching just going what the hell is a break fall um because if you've not for us it's a bit different because it's just it, part yeah, of yeah. our normal normal, normal word but, um yeah it's yeah it's 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 weird everyone like like i say everyone's at home um now everyone's having to do stuff from home and i mean i i help out doing a bit of tutoring occasionally as well um and so i'm doing that online via like zoom or skype or whatever and Jesus Christ, the thing just does not want to work when you want it to. Like, I'm trying to help this kid get through um, the, the, the crossover between GCSE and A-level, which is a fucking nightmare to be in right now. It's the worst year to be Gosh. doing that. Um, 
and like Zoom will suddenly just freeze halfway through, and I'm like, "Fuck! I need to teach him about like we're we're, we're talking. We'll be doing like a call on on um, cosmology and astrophysics, and that goes. I'm like, oh, of all the fucking subjects, like um, <laughs> it's just. It's so the person help. doesn't realise it's gone, and they carry on teaching, and then pick up <laughs> from before it like passed when you've gone, and go, no, it went before that. Oh, they're like two chapters ahead. <laughs> There's so many teachers, like I've heard of so many teachers um, and you know, like college lecturers and university lecturers who are thinking about quitting purely because of the fact that they're worried that when they come back, it will become, especially university lecturers, that it will become a more of a norm and they just can't do it. They're, they're too old to go. If you think of university lecturers, the whole idea of university lecture is basically you get the job and that's where you are until you're like 90. Um, so there's people in the job that are just there going, I don't fucking know how to work this. So <laughs> it is a nightmare for people at the moment. Um, but yeah, you're, you're having to kind of transition your work over at the moment. So have you found that, have you found just the whole situation is stressful or worrying about the money to set it up is stressful or like, how's it affecting you? All of it. it the whole thing's yeah. stressful to be honest. It's like, because one, I still haven't even got my website, my personal websites done, and I've been putting those off for <clears throat> years. <laughs> I think about three years now. I've got them set up, and I just keep changing the design and bits on them. So, so I used to work as a designer, so I'm a bit of a perfectionist when it comes to these things. Um, at some point, I'll just go click, so click publish. Yeah. At some point, um, but then now working like for again for falling from the ground up, I'm now looking at doing that, and then going, well, do I just check on YouTube? Or do I do it on the website? Or do I do it via another service? Like a subscription-based service? Like do I patron it or something? You know, just because yeah. then you, people can pay a little amount and they go, cool, I've got this course I can do. Or do I look at one of the other course running like Skillshares or something like that to do it as a legit course on that? Um, then, then at the same time, it's also, I've kind of not had to worry too much about the money side of it. I've just transitioned from using data on my mobile and paying for mobile data to pay for my broadband. Yeah. It's about a few pound more for my home broadband than I was spending on my mobile data a month. So because I'm not going anywhere, <laughs> I yeah. don't need the mobile data. So I've managed to work around that and get that done quite easily because I was spending 30 odd quid on data as it was anyway. So it's, yeah, it's kind of, it's quite reasonably transitioned over. I'm thinking I'm on, I think my broadband's 40 pound a month for, and I'm getting 70 plus megasecond. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> so annoying that since COVID, my, my internet's got slower because everyone's suddenly at home. It's like, oh, yeah. It's, I, I should be on 100. <laughs> I should be on about 100 something meg, but it's dropping down to like peak times. I'm getting about 45, 50, and then it goes back up to about 75. Because yeah. the point where everyone's in gaming and there's nothing else, but yeah. So it's not been too much worry for the internet and stuff like that, but yeah, it's, it does get stressful. You sort of sit there looking, going, right. I, planning your budget you at least have to set and plan a budget for what you can afford for that month the next month the month after yeah and i think this is this is definitely something that's not really picked up as much i think when when we talk about mental health because in general when when people think about mental health the the, there's there's always the kind of the headline uh headlines and taglines which is depression ptsd um anxiety to a point and things like that but people never really point out the fact and actually I think they should is stress is a mental health issue. Um, and there, there's always this thing of like, Oh, one in three people will be affected by uh, mental health in their life. No, no, no. Every Everyone. Fucking person on the planet will be hit by mental health. It's just how you define it. Uh, and stress 
stress is literally i mean stress is described described in some countries as a killer because it is literally it's just the stress of because stress turns into other things stress turns into worry turns into anxiety can then develop into depression on a, on a singular event or you know it's, it's stress is, is the biggest the point killer there. in japan stress yeah um, I mean, the Japanese are one of the few people that, like I say, that recognise um, the stress as well. Uh, that's why, the, I mean, the, the Japanese way of doing things is completely different as well, because you don't have many um, billionaires and millionaires out there because they try and make everyone equal because that's easier for them to deal with and that reduces stress and, me stress and mental health and everything like that as well. So that's why you've got so many um, CEOs that kind of um, have lunch with their employees, um, which really confuses people. Ever, ever say that to an American, they just look at you like you're weird. Um, but um, it's, it, is, it is so kind of bad that we don't seem to recognize stress. And that's why I wanted to kind of talk on it uh, today as well, because stress is just, it's that incessant one that everyone's had stress, especially anyone watching this that's from um, the university, from the society. I know we have a few members actually that have joined us from um, further afield. I think we've got some, some members now from Canada because Canada, weirdly, Canada is now the number one viewership for this podcast. So, hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think... I think the UK is either second or third. We've got literally got Canada. Oh yeah, no, above me is now the Canadian flag. Um, so, or, or to the side of me, wherever I've edited it in, there was a somewhere Canadian on screen. Flag somewhere on screen. Um, so yeah, Canadians are like number one viewership for this, and then Americans, and then the UK, I think. Or we may have just gone above the US, but yeah, UK is not number one. So. Hello. That's interesting. Canada and the US. Um, but I'm sure you're feeling the same way, especially all the college and university students. Um, you know, a test not being run. So the amount of people now that didn't, that were meant to have tests um, from university or they're meant to have coursework at a certain time um, and it's just not like that anymore. I mean, I fucking hate exams. I really hate exams. I've had... Same. I mean, the amount of times I've done coursework and the coursework set up fine. There's a first. There's no issue with that. Um, you know, they're, they're do some um, a presentation. I've obviously I'm fine with talking in front of people. I may trip over my words occasionally, but that's just because I have, you know, won't, wouldn't notice it. But I have a speech impediment, which basically means I speed up when I get overexcited. It's linked to something else, but um, I'm relatively confident. So I'm fine with that. But then you put me into an exam situation and they're going, fuck. Fuck, 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 what do I do? Shit. Uh, and that is, guys, that's stress. Like, if you have that issue, that is stress. And that can be really difficult because all you're doing for the week or the month or the, even the day before is going, shit, shit, I'm going to mess this up. Oh, I'm gonna, oh, what the fuck do I do oh, if I mess this up? And the amount of students I've spoken to that are doing the maths on their, um, their grades so far to go, um, oh, if I can just get a, a 60 on this exam, then I, I can still finish with this. And if I can just, it's like the, having to try and do that and getting so stressed about having to hit a specific mark is just horrific. And so the amount of students now that couldn't complete their coursework as I meant to, I mean, I, I interrupted because I was just like, you know what? Fuck this. I can't, I, I just can't be doing with it. It's too much. There was a lot of other stuff happening for me, obviously at the time as well, but I was just like, you know, I, this on top of it no i'm 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 interrupting i'll come back in september um but the amount of people that are going to be hit by the stress of the situation um it's just horrendous and it's it's so bad i mean i don't know i don't know 
if there's anything that's kind of come out of it more for you or if it's just stress. I, I don't believe that there's any issue with anxiety for you, but there may be. Um, Not really, no. No, uh, but... Um, it's mostly just dealing with the fact that like, I've lost several thousand pounds worth of income in the space of a couple of weeks um, at the start of all this. And things like, you know, I've had, I've had to go through my entire calendar and basically rip out pages in my, in my calendar and stuff and just chuck them in the bin. Yeah. The things that I was planned to be doing or meant to be teaching, like, uh, again, I taught the course in February. I was supposed to be having a chat with Ronan and the guys' idea about the second course, the second, second run through the course. Yeah. And that would have been about now, July, August, September, October time. Yeah. I've been looking at when to do that. But again, obviously, can't do that anymore. Yeah, I mean, I was... <laughs> I'm, just, I'm literally just, I've got to the point where I'm just taking every day as it comes because I can't do anything else. There's no point in, I've got to the point where I'm just like, there's no point in me worrying about what happens in three or four days because, you know, I could go to the shops in two days and be hit by a car or bus or something, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I've, I've literally, I've, I've had my passport in front of me for ages because it literally runs out in a few days. I'm like, do I renew it now? Do I wait? Because part of me just honestly has been looking at the travel corridor and just going, you know what, I could just fuck off for like <laughs> a couple of do weeks it now and just do it now while you still can for brexit yeah yeah well <laughs> um, i might just go buy a house randomly somewhere in albania and just stay there um i only say albania that's not a specific thing guys just the houses are really fucking cheap um but um and yes i have looked um, but, um it's it is that thing of like there's 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 a, a thing of just like you know what i can't be doing with this right now I could just go and just disappear from it. Of course, it doesn't help because at the end of the day, any issues, worries, anxiety, stress that you have is still there when you have to come back to it. So running away from it never helps. And it's, it's shit because everyone's first general thought, even with stress, and I, spe- I, I don't know if you've, you've had this, but I think people with stress, especially about money, and I know I've done this in the past, but especially when it comes to money, is... If I can't see it, it's not there. It's not an issue. <laughs> um, you know, this is going to be, every, I'm sure, every student that has an overdraft, I'm sure at some point have gone, I, I'm not really £2,000 in debt. No, 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 no. That's not how that works. <laughs> That's, it's, it'll be fine. But, of course, it, when you come back to it, you then almost the stress has doubled because now it's like, oh, I should have worried about that because now the people that... It, the, the whole situation now got worse because I didn't think about because it. In the first it yeah. And so the, the idea of kind of dealing with it every day, um, I, I can get that is it's a, it's, it's a healthier way of dealing with it. I don't know if everyone, it's, not for, everyone, that, but... it's not for everyone. It works for me. So, you know, that's how I'm yeah. it. But another thing that people don't think about with things like stress is that stress can have physical effects on your body. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's a mental, it's a mental thing. But it's also, it can dramatic, that wasn't even a real word drastically i was gonna say dramatically and drastically um have massive impacts on your health your well-being you know, you, you, headaches just having a headache at the wrong time can screw up an inside eye literally stress headaches yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it, it can it can really have like yeah proper physical things because i mean and also just being able to deal with the world and how many people get so stressed they end up almost just withdrawing into themselves and, and kind of almost shaking and just being completely kind of okay i can't deal with this or end up with panic attacks because because stress will lead to that because if you're stressed 
then panic and worry and everything else are yet to come after. You know, you, you all have had worry because you've had to not effectively disappear thousands of pounds. So that's, that's worry for you of like, okay, I, I need to try and push forward to this now. Um, so stress and worry always come together. And then if worry's there, panic is always there. It's, it literally is a kind of, you know, it's, it's the, the old, um, what they call them mind maps now, brainstorms of like, this is the central thing, everything fucking comes off of it. Um, and the problem is, is that it's, it's really hard to deal with unless you can try and nip it in the bud. I mean, how many of us live um, off of coffee and energy drinks because we need it to keep going? Um, I mean, I, I get told off all the time. Um, and I know that our treasurer for Student Minds gets told off all the time by his girlfriend for um, the amount of energy drinks that, that are drunk. Just, and it's, I think for some people, it is for me, it's like coffee, it's a functional thing. It's like, um, you know, I, I need this because otherwise it's, I can't quite deal with things. So it's, it's, it just becomes that. And that is a, that is a stress, you know, response. You're, 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 you're actually putting your body through more stress because you're trying to deal with your own stress in a really weird way. And it's, yeah, I mean, it's headaches, especially if, if you're getting headaches. I mean, I used to get migraines when I was much younger. Um, and if you get stress headaches and that really kind of, you know, you've got to close everything off, you've lost a day. And oh, yeah. what I mean, probably... I've lost a couple of weeks from headache, from, yeah. like migraine headaches. And that, that's, well, that's a combination of mild amount of stress, but also the fact that I've been sitting around looking at a screen for like no, trying to sort out because why trying to sort out yeah. other things, <laughs> and then also getting to the point of going screw it Netflix um, <laughs> or screw oh, it Crunchyroll I mean, or anything. Yeah, how many or, now have that, Netflix and, that didn't? An existing health, yeah, existing health condition. I'm still waiting, I'm still waiting for bloody surgery to get um, an overactive gland in my neck removed because that was going to be happening in Feb, end of Feb. <laughs> So, so yeah, I mean, that's even something more that, that COVID has actually then affected wiped out medical surgeries, issues for medical you. Issues. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, so I the mean, medical portion is something I can just I can just go through with it, and like I'm on six liters of water a day. I just need to drink about four, between four and six liters of water a day, and it my body just keeps flushing out all the extra shit that my body is doing, and it just goes, go oh, cool, it will stay fine. It's just when I had days where I've gone and like overslept for a couple of hours or got more sleep from when I haven't slept and it kind of all powers up and then I don't end up drinking enough that combined with stress and just looking at a screen for yeah. too long I mean <laughs> and I should know better I worked in IT <laughs> <laughs> yeah um I mean it can be such a such a catch to it just all it's obviously I was on I mean if if so if like you've, you've got stress because you need you need work I and mean, there's money issues so then you're going to have to set up the stuff that's online and then that's causing the headaches along with the stress that's causing the headaches which then means you lose a day and therefore you can't do the stuff that's going to help you reduce the stress and so the stress becomes more it's just it's just vicious yeah, i literally vicious circle. i lost two weeks due to just headaches yeah because i ended up waking up every morning with a migraine and going well that's this day written off and just staying in bed the whole day they're the, they're the biggest. Had, there was nothing I could do. Yeah, I mean, they are the biggest reason for missing days, aren't they? I'm sure. At least they no. used to be. Migraines were the, uh, the biggest yeah. reason for people skipping. Well, I say skipping for people missing days of work. Um, was literally down to that, and it's it is they a lot of them if they're coming from like stress or anything like that. And I mean, 
especially now when maybe you're stressed about something and you're working from home and the amount of people, like you say, looking at a screen, how many people didn't necessarily look at a screen before that now are having to look at a screen all day? Because even if like, even if you worked in an office, so I, I mean, I, until during the lockdown and when I just had enough of them, I worked for Christchurch University. Um, and even then I worked in an office and was looking at a screen, but I, I would interact with other students because that one is my personality. We'll go for lunch, yeah. One is my personality to just interact with them because I, I'm a student as well. So it's just like, yeah, I know, oh, I know your problem. Yeah, I'm because I, I, I'm, a, I'm a student for the same department in which I worked in. So when people had issues, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know I've got the same issue. Or it was a lot easier and a lot more relatable because I, I was having the same problems. Um, and so I wasn't at my desk all the time. I could like, get up and say, oh, hi, guys. Or okay, let's have a walk round for a bit, because you, you are advised by, by um, uh, occupational health, like every hour go for like a five minute walk round the university, whatever. Oh, but, more than that. <laughs> yeah, I mean- but, should, It should be 15 to 20 minutes for every hour you've looked at a screen. It should be. Um, should be. But, <laughs> Most workplaces I mean, don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing is that everyone always says, oh yeah, but you're at home so it's easier. No, because weirdly enough, I think for, for a lot of people, and I have spoken no to way. people about this, you do the exact opposite. You are home, you so you're like always to the screen, always there. Yeah. Especially like my my kitchen is there. So before, when I used to have to get up, <laughs> and yeah, well, yeah, I used yeah. to have to, mine is there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I used to have to get up and walk over to like um, touchdown or whatever at the university. Now, like that, that's five minutes. That's getting my legs working. It's whatever. I, I see other people. Oh, how are you doing? Chat to. You know, Andreas working behind uh, working behind the uh, the counter, or actually one of the people that was on the course with me worked behind the counter, so I could chat to them about, oh yeah, you you ready for for Thursday's lesson or whatever. Whereas now I go there, and the only person I'm meeting on the way is my dog. Like it's not <laughs> the interaction is completely gone, and actually the, the the mental interaction with other people is gone as well because you know we had a very uh, like nice office and i say this in a kind of a very very for any americans listening this won't make sense because for canadians it probably will because they have similar sarcasm um and similar way of talking to each other sometimes but you would literally be like um oh what the fuck are you doing over there come on come on come on help the fuck and you know you take the piss out of each other and it is that kind of way of talking to each other in the office because there's just someone there it doesn't matter but now if I do that, I'm just going to look like a crazy person. And my dog is going to be there going, hmm. it's like, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Um, so you do end up, I think that the, the, the looking at screens, even though I, I do it, but I'm always making sure even now that, you know, get out of the house, you're out of the house for half an hour, an hour, just get the fuck away, go and do something. Even if it's shop. I mean, I go into this, I've spent more money, I think on Asda in town than I've ever spent in my life because I'm there going, where the fuck do I go? Oh, well, Asda, I know the route, eh, walk to Asda. Um, I don't know, I don't know where the fuck I'm buying. I, with this t-shirt, yeah, I mean, I don't know why I bought this t-shirt, <laughs> Donald Duck, quack. I mean, I don't know, it's not something I generally buy, but it the seems like a good idea. Um, I've bought, you know, I've bought random stuff. Um, everyone else went on Amazon, I, I kind of did, and then went to the shops when they opened straight away. Um, so it's, it is, it's, I think we, we're kind of messing ourselves up a lot more because our stress is making us do stuff that then makes the stress worse. Mm. And it's a vicious circle. Well, I've just I had, think... um, just had been reminded of something. I was uh, 
an old school um, survival instructor that I used to subscribe to the videos of. Uh, this mm. was like back when there were VHS tapes. And it was an American guy who was um, in Vietnam and stuff. And he literally was a, went out and just became a, a woodsman, basically just lived in, out in the woods and stuff. And he basically did the, had a great way of presenting all of these survival rules as like rules of fives and rules of threes and stuff. Mm. And so the, he did the rule of threes where it's you last three seconds, you know, you can three minutes without air, uh, three days without heat and water, and then three, all that. And then he, he had the additional one that most people don't put in there is he had um, after about three months without any social or physical interactions, it starts having a mental effect on your mind. Yeah. And people do start actually not to phrase it that way, but you know, people start do start losing their mind. Like the whole yeah. Tom Hanks thing with Wilson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it is. I mean, how many people have? How many people who are the kind of the the hard nut Londoners who don't I don't fucking talk to anyone, and now they're going, oh god, I need a hug. Like, how many people out there literally have gone? Because it's not it's not something you know. You know, you might be that kind of ah oh, no, I'm, I'm very standoffish, but actually it's because you've got some kind of interaction and now it's been three, four months and you're separated from everyone that you're now going, Oh fuck. Jesus. I didn't know I needed people. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty happy in my own, in my own company. I'm not generally like someone that needs to interact. I'm, I'm the person that if I go to a, a club, I'm the one in the corner, just kind of, you know, sipping my drink going, Really much <laughs> yeah, and so I, it doesn't bother me. But then, even for me, I've ended up talking to my dog way more than I usually do. Freddie. <laughs> so my dog, my dog, probably is getting sick of sick of my voice, aren't you, boy? Because like I, I didn't used to talk to him like he was a human, and nowadays I'm there going, "You all right, mate? You, you, how you feeling? You all right?" If he coughs, I'm like, "You all right, Freddie? I didn't fucking do that before." But I mean, it did remind, does remind me of um, a time when I was at um, when I was at uni first time. And for anyone that's keeping score in my age, yes, I know this gives it kind of gives it away. First time I was at uni, I had an Avril Lavigne um, calendar. So Avril Lavigne, who hasn't released a song in like ten years, um, but I was I was literally like I had, I had a calendar and. Because when I went to university first time, I lived at home beforehand, so I, I I didn't go home for Christmas because home was um, Bishopton Court at University of Kent. Sorry, guys. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I literally was there. All of the rest of my household had gone gone home, and I'm there talking to the Avril Lavigne calendar because I'll go mental otherwise. And just you know, I'm just there going, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, nice nice day out. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's a fucking poster, Adam. Well, a good calendar. Like, what the hell are you doing? And it's, yeah, I think you do, without that interaction, you do really, even if, like, say you did a lot of your stuff online and you're interacting with people in terms of your fitness classes and things like that. Mm -hmm. I think there's, there's still, even talking to people like this, like we are now, there's still a, a disconnect. There's, it's not, yeah. it's still not the same. It's, it's not, not the same, same as chat down sitting the opposite a table. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Like, I think part of me actually thinks that that's the real reason there was such a problem with the pubs when they reopened in the UK. So I don't know the rules in Canada and the US, although I don't think people in the US know what the hell is going on in the US because... No one does. The federal system's <laughs> kind of fucked you. And if you're in Georgia, I'm really sorry for you. Um, but, you know, there's... We, we've... And don't get me wrong, people that crowded together and caused have caused a potential another spike are being fucking idiots but at the same time i think the reason they've done it wasn't because they needed a point i think 
it's it's not the idea is always like the Daily Mail. Everyone's kind of gone. Ah, oh, well, they needed a point. Look at these yobbos and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, no, they're being dickheads. Don't get me wrong; they are being dickheads. But the reason oh, yeah. they're being dickheads, I think, is because of their own mental health. In that they're there going, fuck, I need to talk to Dave. Jesus, oh, you're all right, mate. Fuck. I mean, I know you haven't done anything the past three months because neither have I. But fucking hell, how are you doing? Like it's that. It's that. I genuinely think yeah. it is that kind of the in-person need. chat. Yeah. yeah, it's that. It's that need for a pub chat. Like, they're never going to admit that. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, I need, a fa- I need a drink, mate. I need a drink. I need a proper drink. But I don't think, I think genuinely it was their own, their own need for some physical, proper interaction that's just not been there because the pub shop. I mean, in some villages around the UK, there's been a lot of campaigns about it. The pub is the only thing left. Like, a load of shops have closed, and the pub is the only reason that the community ever gets together. So for yeah. some people, especially like, you look at, I mean, a lot of villages, there's a, an older population, and they don't really have, like, a lot of their friends have died off or things like that. So they only see someone else when they go to the post office, all of them fucking closed, or the pub. Or the pub. And yeah. it's like... You know, you always see that, you know, oh, there's Doris with a, with a sherry, you know, there's, and it's, they don't, they may not even interact with people. Like I say, they might be in the corner and just going, yeah, but I'm around people. It's, it's lovely. Yeah. I can see all these young people. You know, it's, it's, it's that problem that I think we've, we've kind of overlooked. I think we've massively, especially during lockdown, we've massively overlooked uh, mental health. And I mean, the spend on mental health in this country is fucking atrocious. Um, I mean, it's, it's never taken overly seriously, I think, by certain people in, in, within the NHS. Um, we, we've just kind of, especially, I mean, think of all the NHS staff that, I mean, the stress that they're going through because their jobs were hard enough already. And then yeah. we've just gone, yeah, that, that's cool. We're going to double all your workloads. Um, we're not going to help with any kind of money. We'll clap you every Thursday. Um, yeah. If you're a student nurse do some more hours, oh. get some paid work, get some paid work. And then we're not going to pay you for it. Yeah. Like, oh, that was a good idea. Make sure, make sure you do it. You have to do this. Go and do this now. You, 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 you've got to do it for the country. Uh, but fuck you now. Like what the, f- ah, like the, 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 the cause, um, you know, of mental health and, and people being signed off. I, I think the NHS is going to have a big problem and I, I can't blame them, but I think the managers have a big problem with a, a mass wave of people having to be signed off on um, uh, for, for mental health reasons because the stress and everything. And I think, like I say, it's, it's the way that people have had to work um, for some people like yourself, um, it's been cut off completely and that's fucked you in terms of stress over money and, and whether yeah. certain things are going to be working the same way and having to just write off thousands well, I mean, of pounds. The entire industry has almost collapsed on itself to a degree. I mean, you know, industry, yeah, God, yeah. Fuck yeah. I mean, Cirque du Soleil, bankrupt. They had to yeah. for bankruptcy. The fucking, so, yeah, the, the Cirque du Soleil. One of the I, biggest <laughs> I, filed for bankruptcy. That, I saw that headline. I was like, I can't not share this. It's just so unbelievable. It's, it was, I mean, it is just, you, you look at that and just kind of go, yeah, something's, uh, something's fucked here. Like, this is yeah, it's not it's, good. Um, I mean, unfortunately, I mean, it's, we're kind of getting to the point where it's, some of it's opening back up again now. So I know some of my friends who are actors, they've got jobs that are coming in now and that they can do, which is fine. I mean, I know there's, um, oh, what was the name of that game? Um, not for Broadcast. There's a game called Not for Broadcast where it's the idea of you're sitting in a box doing 24-hour news stuff. Um, but all the actors who were doing that ended up, there's like a free DLC you can download for it that they entirely filmed at home. And so all their bits are done from them at home. And the entire theme around it is 
it's, it's a pandemic themed idea or like a giant event that's happened in the game. I can't remember what it is, but yeah, they no. managed to get their work in that because they worked out in the script how to do it all from home. <laughs> so they, they could do that and stuff. But things like fight scenes don't quite work like that. <laughs> Although, have you seen the stunt? Um, I have thing. seen every single thing. Of the uh, I've seen all of them. <laughs> every single person I know has sent me at least one copy of every single one of them. I just, fair fucking play. I mean, really well done. Yeah, I can't. It was either. Um, I can't remember who it was. The first. It was either was it Heidi Moneymaker or, um, or it was the as a university in France that. It was, was definitely, it was definitely a woman first. It was definitely... It was highly moneymaker, I think, yeah. Yeah, because it, it, it was an all-woman... Yeah. The very first one yeah. was an all-woman yeah. stunt. And the first one I saw was one from... It's a university sort of in France. I can't, um, I can't pronounce it. It's French. I hadn't done French since I was 15. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's pretty much an entire action performer, university, and they did one that was really well done and well-edited. Yeah. And yes, I mean, like even the independent drama, we have one. I annoyingly was sick for the time, not with COVID or anything. I just picked up a bloody normal common cold flu bug. <laughs> <laughs> and so when we had the deadline for all of that, I was basically sat in bed going, great. <laughs> and for some people, it's almost like a job interview. Like, yeah, look at, look no, at, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, um, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, it was, they, they're quite cool. If anyone hasn't seen them, go on to, I think, YouTube and TikTok YouTube. have had different versions. Uh, yeah. Um, and they are brilliant. Like uh, the very first one, Heidi Moneymaker. Yeah. Apps, like the, the all, all women's one is, is brilliant. Um, it's, it's, there's a lot more. I think personally, I, I like that one more because there's a lot more um, technique in what they're doing as opposed right. to just people falling over because they've smacked something. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I can't, I can't do it how they've done it because again, I was meant to go on a stunt fucking stunt fighting course and COVID yeah, happened. Combat, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I was going to be, so I've, I've been looking at um, the, the courses that, that uh, Tom does, but the, the kind of starter courses to then build up to it, to um, do stunt performance, uh, fight, fight, uh, stunt fight, whatever the fuck they call it. But, um, street combat. Street combat, like fight choreography stuff. So, screen, but, not street. <laughs> hey? Screen. Screen, not street, not street fucking hell. <laughs> Again, it's a long day. Screen <laughs> combat. Um, I was looking at that, but I, I wasn't able to do that because of it as well. So yeah, um, but they are they they are really really fun. So if anyone's got like five minutes, have a watch. They yeah. they are entertaining. Um, I think the, really the upsell. Weirdly, despite the fact that we've just said about people looking at screens as well, the um, the performances and the adaption for people now on YouTube and TikTok is massive i mean when i look for instance tiktok when i looked at tiktok first time um i think it was when it was musically but it was just like it's people oh, God, doing yeah. stupid dances <laughs> and lip sync and that that was it there was no there was nothing yeah. else really it you know and since lockdown there's there's this kind of onward joke that millennials have just fucking taken over like everyone of our age range has gone oh this isn't meant for us fuck it we're taking over anyway and now you've my, got my favorites like, my favorites there's a load of there's a pensioners who are on tiktok yeah they are my favorite videos because it's brilliant <laughs> but i mean there's such an adaption for people like yeah you've it, got those um i mean it's, it's, i know a lot of act i know a lot of actors and actresses who are on tiktok yeah. to keep because again it's like lip syncing to vote it's acting to a degree oh yeah it's yeah, not I mean, acting they're just not verbally saying the words they're still acting to the content well yeah i mean so we've got so um was it 
I, I don't know when, I can't remember when this is going out compared to the other one, but we had Call Me Chris from TikTok. So she's got like 1.9 I actually follow million. her. <laughs> follow her, right, yeah. So I she, actually follow her, yeah. So she's got like, I think, I think it's about 2 million now. So me and her were doing a podcast recently. We, we had a chat over, um, because she had uh, some, some issues with mental health just before she went on TikTok. She actually went on TikTok, because this we were talking about social media, and she went on TikTok um, after all the shit with um, mental health, and it's actually, along with a load of other stuff, but it's actually been something that's helped her rather than anything else, which, you know, if you, you think about TikTok, you think it's, it's going to be the exact opposite, but actually it's helped her. And she does, I mean, the lip syncing is fucking perfect when she oh, does. Yeah. And the facial expressions, I, I, when I was chatting to her, I was saying it, it's like watching a, a young female Jim Carrey. It's those kind oh, of very, yeah. you know, and the, you know, the weird thing is, I, I don't know if you've seen that podcast at all. I saw you put it up. I haven't watched it yet. Ah, so you don't know. So do you know what her, so you'd think maybe her profession or training was maybe as a performer or maybe she did something like that at university. Do you know what she actually does? No. She's a hairdresser. Fair enough. No, no experience at all, but actually really found a fucking niche there. Like really oh, found yeah. a, like a proper, like, because some of those skits that she's doing, she's still, like, there's a creation of comedy in them. She's, She's oh, yeah. retelling. I mean, some of them are just like she did a couple today about like embarrassing things that's, that have happened since she's become kind of TikTok famous, and her retelling the story, which is comedy. That's what a lot of good observational comedy. So it's it is weird. Like it's I think for some people it's had the opposite effect. For some people it's actually this move has really brought out what. Something they didn't realize they had, or like a, a skill that they never really interacted with before. So people like Call Me Chris have definitely like done done uh, well at this. She's she's she was saying that she's been she's been it's been good for her because she's still been able to see her boyfriend. She's got her dog Kevin. Um, I'd love that. I mean, I, I know I've got a dog called Freddie, but Kevin for a dog is a fucking brilliant name. Um, just just, but uh, yes, I mean. So the move that the adaption that people have made has been very interesting um but of course it has increased their time with the computer which is then you know i mean i it's weird because obviously it's helpful for some people as well but at the same time we're all looking at everyone thinking everything is shit a lot of the time mm -hmm. so that is not going to be good on our mental health because like you're saying with your industry all you're going to be seeing, especially in the first few months from your industry, was there you, you looking at it going, you know, headlines of like entertainment industry under threat, um, you know, actors, no films being made, this being cancelled, everything. So that's, it's, it's a feedback loop into yourself. So it ends up causing more stress because that's how everyone else is talking. So it's, yeah, it's got, it's got to be issues. But I mean, so have you, have you had any... Uh, but my phone popped up for a second going, oh, low battery. So I was like, oh, you working the cable to get it to go charge, damn you. <laughs> oh. um, so, I mean, have you had any um, coping strategy, apart from the kind of whole take it a day at a time, has there been any like, big coping strategies for you during the whole lockdown? I probably have. I just haven't consciously thought about it while I'm while doing it. It's one of the things I just, I mean, I already have like a set routine of what I do in a day anyway. Mm. So that, to me, that is part of a coping mechanism for just everyday life, which includes things like going and standing in the garden for 10, 20 minutes, swinging a sword around or, you know, yeah. a bokken or doing weapon work and stuff, but which it's not something I'm not, it's gives me something that I can just do mindlessly and just clear my head. 
I yeah. don't need to focus. I've been doing it long enough. I don't need to focus on how to hold a sword, how to move the sword. I can stand there in the garden and do several hundred cuts with a sword. We will just think about it very quickly, just to go back for any police officers that may randomly be coming across this legitimate use of a stunt sword. Yeah. Um, <laughs> martial arts, training weapons, martial arts instructor, the whole, yeah. Yeah, because I know I know for a fact that in Kent that like some counties have a specific license that you you can get um, for for that, but there isn't one in Kent. You just have to have a proper usage, a legitimate um, use, reason to have yeah. one. Yeah, because I've had it with with um, training knives and stuff. So yeah, just any. I've, I've got I've been stopped in London by armed police who've asked me what's in the bag on the way to um, <laughs> training in London, uh, and I've gone. Uh, <laughs> Uh, swords, knife sticks, base, uh, various other, nunchucks, and various other things. And they go, okay, cool. Written it down and give me a bit of paper. And one of them, it was the little, you know, you've been stopped and checked thing. Oops. And it was the, um, they put a little reason why they let you carry on after you've been stopped. And it was martial arts expert was on the thing. I was like, I'll have that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an expert by any means, but I'll have it. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, well, we both dislike that word. Um, yeah, both of us have been referred to referred to it by the people. It did bollocks. It's, not, it's a made-up no, thing. Um, so, <laughs> but, uh, off topic. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so I think actually um, Ben, uh, uh, the treasurer, we've talked, uh, me and him talked before about coping with um, COVID and things like that. So, um, and for him, making a timetable of what you were doing per day was definitely a coping strategy. And I've seen it so many times, like Ruby Wax on Twitter and things like that, because... Obviously, Ruby Wax was um, full-on comedian at one point, but it's pretty much a like full-time mental health advocate now. So, and she was saying about one of the best things is to um, make a timetable of what you're doing and things like that. I think um, actually, who is it? I was listening to it. It's um, oh god, what's his fucking name? It was on. A, it was on. Um, it was on like a, a podcast, and it was can't remember it was a comedian but they were basically saying um that they still follow the kind of it was jimmy carr it was jimmy carr oh. so jimmy carr was basically he was having a conversation with um uh, a canadian comedian who i've completely forgotten and i'm sorry i've just said that canada is the number one i've forgotten who your main comedian at least to us is um but yeah he was having a conversation uh with her and basically saying because she was like oh well i'm not wearing makeup now obviously i'm not like i'm just in uh like jogging bobs and stuff like that and he was like no no, no. i'm getting up i'm getting into my day clothes i'm still wearing a suit because jimmy carr is well known as being well presented always in a suit um yeah he's even been like he was saying like he's he's been dyeing his own hair to make sure it's staying like the jet black he's not been you know he's not been able to get a hairdresser but he's been doing it himself even though he's not seeing it well yeah, but I still it, it, it's there it's it's the standard and then at night time he's getting into a kind of night clothing and stuff like that and he's been following the the normal structure because um as much as for some people you know just being able to to just chuck a t-shirt on and not worry is is okay for them for for a lot of people um it's 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 good to still have that structure and treat it like a normal day because otherwise you can kind of lose track of where you are i think a lot of the time and it's just like your day can feel i think a lot more not worthless, but you can feel like you've achieved a lot less if you don't follow that routine. Because effectively, you know, Jimmy Carr and Catherine Ryan, Catherine Ryan um, <laughs> have achieved the same amount of stuff because they're not going to work. Neither of them can work. They're both doing the same thing. There's not really much change in, in what they're actually doing. But Jimmy Carr's going to bed feeling 
at least for his own well-being, that he's achieved more because he can say, but I got up, I got dressed. I got up. I, this. you know, yeah, it's that. It's you can look back at your day and go, you know what, actually, no, I, I looked after myself. I think that's, that, that's the nice thing about, about literally being able to go, I looked after myself. Like, like when, when, when you were kind of on this podcast tonight, you were like, oh, well, I can do it a bit earlier, but I need to, I, I'm going to the shops. So yeah, yeah I was enough. in the shop at the time. I was like, yeah, uh, give me time to get home. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's that thing of like, so many people I think just stocked up at the beginning and have just been living off of it since. But even just going to the shops or anything like that, I think can be really important for people. Um, but but yeah, I mean, how has it how has it been for you um, in terms of stress and just just terms of your general mental health as we're easing out of lockdown? Like I said at the beginning, we're not we're not. We're still pretty, we're still kind of in lockdown. There's just, just in, there's different elements. Um, and for the love of fuck, if I see another person at Folkestone, Asda, in fucking Kent in the UK, not wearing a mask, I'm going to slap you with a spare mask. What the fuck? And that includes the staff. I don't give a shit if it's distressing to you. And, and, and I know that sounds really harsh considering this is a mental health thing, but distressing for you, there is different elements of distress and it's being used really badly. And I'm sorry, but our mental health is gonna be a lot worse if we can't beat this thing. And we need, put a fucking mask on. Do you on, want okay? it to last longer? Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're, every, all of our worries, think about the, the effects you're having. You're saying you're distressed, but the, think of the distress and effects you're having on every older person that goes in there, everyone with asthma, everyone else you're having an effect on, on them now having to worry about that fact. So put a fucking mask on. Um, yeah, oh, just irritation. I have like a full fucking mask on. I just walk in and there's someone just doing the shelves without anything. I'm like, fuck you. Um, anyway, um, as, so as, as lockdown is, is, Again, that's building up your stress. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, exactly. This, it's, it, the, this whole situation is a stressful thing. And no. yes, I know that so people will may assume, if anyone's got to this point of this video and you're still listening, um, you may assume that because we're student minds, we're kind of, it's how your counsellor should act towards you. But we are student minds, guys, okay? I'm not, I am the president of Student Minds. I'm not going to bullshit to you about stuff. And if I'm stressed, this is what this podcast is for. That's why we warned everyone at the beginning, because these are normal chats. This is a, effectively a pub chat um, just over a podcast. Okay, these are, these are raw thoughts and things are going to annoy us. Um, and as Tom just said, this is a thing that's stressing me out because I know people in vulnerable positions. I have very elderly parents um, who were born during the Second World War um, one of who has heart condition, one of whom um, has diabetes, and then there's fucking idiots going, I don't want to wear a mask, it makes me feel weird. Fuck off. Anyway. Tom. Uh, Jean Brie. <laughs> so, Jean <Brie>, yes. <laughs> yeah, yes, I am. And I'm a meditation instructor as well, so I can get over this, it's fine. Um, uh, and we will be bringing back meditation, and we will be doing that online as of September, just to let everyone know. So, um, for you, how is so? How's your general mental health and just stress in general? Probably not as high as mine, but since we've come out of lockdown, because obviously it's there's there's a difference. I mean, are you, are you now thinking there's a bit more of a, a, a skip in your step because now, as you're saying, there's more stuff in the entertainment business, so stress and worry is going down um, because of it. Or are you thinking now? Yes, but I now to need to be in 
close proximity to these people and we're not out of it shit um but i now need to do it and i can't be able to do claim this and like, how is it affecting in general for lockdown and things and coming out of it a bit of column a a bit of column b to be honest because okay. it's yes you know like i've got i now have friends who i don't who are working and they're getting their lives back and obviously while still being safe and everything which means that yeah there's now more work coming out of it but at the same time because i do you know, what i do is like over three different things that are all at varying levels of close proximity to people yeah at the same time i'm still working and in, in the position of I'm still technically, I'm still working on the assumption that I'm still stuck in lockdown. This is the yeah. way I'm looking at it because I personally, I mean, I as a personal trainer, I could start teaching right now and go back and get my clients. I'm just not going to do that because I don't think it's worth the potential risk to my income for me to go to have people come in, potentially get ill myself or spread it to my clients. Yeah. I mean, we even. I have, wouldn't do that. I mean, I wouldn't do that. No, I mean, it, we even it, haven't it, trained together. Him, yeah, exactly. we're five yeah. minutes down the road from each other, and if that, yeah, you know, yeah, and ten, we, yeah, ten minute walk. <laughs> yeah, we haven't trained together, so it's yeah, it is it's different. So for, for you, it's it's a kind of it is a it's a bit of a catch twenty two. So it's, it's kind bit, of it's a, yeah, it's a middle stress, ground, but yeah, but, but increasing other stress. So it's, uh, it's yeah, it's yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, I I could go back and work at a gym. I wouldn't because I don't think they should be open quite yet. Because I mean, as we've as we said, you know, a couple of gyms that I know have said that they've got spaces for safe spaces mm. to have up a few hundred people in the gym. If you've got that many people in the gym, I'm questioning how many how much walking distance there is in that gym. It's like you know, having eighty four people on a bus. Yeah, you can do it. <laughs> there won't be much room with everyone crowding around to get off. Yeah. Thing. But um, but yeah, I I just professionally, I'd rather wait a bit longer. Because then the risk, less risk. I'd rather just take the hit financially a few more months just to be sure and then not worry about, then not have to worry about you know, potentially killing a customer. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, that's, it is a weird thought. That you so have... I, I, do have, I do have a couple of clients who are in their 70s that I do training with. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't just teach just martial artists, just young people. I, I do general fitness kind of stuff. I mostly aim at and train at people who are you know, martially inclined because most of my training stuff is for martial artists, action performers, fighters. Yeah. Because it's what I've been doing for God knows how long. So I've tweaked and tailored my training that I do teaching wise and yeah. fitness wise for that. But I do have other people who are, that I know who like friends of friends of family and friends of friends of family who yeah. are older than that. And it's like, I just wouldn't risk it. I, I personally wouldn't. No. Because it's, it's not worth me financially potentially putting my customers back out of work. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'd, yeah. I mean, I've got one of these just to go down to like the co-op down the road. I've got like the, the full, you know, interchanged filters and everything. And mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, it's that thing of, and I think we talked about it earlier with, um, with Japan, it's that, that change in mindset that um, in, in Japan, that's, you do that for that's common days yeah in the uk it's like well no i don't want to do it um yeah, they have se entire seasons of people wearing masks in japan if you've got a cold you wear a mask to not give it to people yeah I, the amount of time even hay fever they wear it for hay fever the well. amount of times over the years i've had to explain this to people because the amount of times before covid19 the general thought seemed to be oh yeah but they wear it because they think we're dirty or something like, no they're doing it to be nice to you you racist ass <laughs> like they're trying to be nice you're you're assuming that they're 
be feeling bad against us. No, they're trying to be nice to you. Like, what the fuck? Um, but yeah, like you say, it's 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 hard hard to go back and do normal work when you know. Like, so when I was working in in the office um, at Christchurch, there was someone in there who was at risk. They had, and I cannot remember the name of it, but they were slightly older. They also had that um, that condition. We also had someone else who had asthma, and they were basically told you should probably be at home now. Um, now I'm probably well. I I am quite lucky because I, I don't have an underlying well. That's a bit of an oxymoron because I wouldn't know. But as far as I know, I don't have an underlying condition. Um, I've luckily to not. I've, yeah, to my knowledge, I've luckily not adopted um, any of the um, heart condition from my father or anything like that. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a marathon runner. I, something would have happened to me by now. I'm, I'm fit and healthy and, and young, so this isn't going to affect me that much. Um, but you know, it's it's not it's the same good. for everyone. And now I, I've probably. I, I will assume, and I do not know, don't make the assumption and, and treat it like that it doesn't matter anymore, but I'm, I, I'm assuming that um, I may have had COVID already for, for two main reasons. One, just before lockdown, I did two half marathons um, that both had around 12,000 people each in close proximity, and they were, they were filled with people from around the globe. There was a London half marathon, the Cambridge half marathon, and also I worked in a university. Um, so I've probably had it and I've probably been quite lucky. However, I still treat it as if I've never had it. I don't have it. So I'm not assuming that I had it and got over it. I'm assuming that I've never had it and it can still be dangerous to me. That's why I'm still wearing everything. In fact, um, this, this will test the committee for student minds to see whether they're watching still. So <laughs> you can tell me guys, I have just ordered some face masks with the um the logo which will be in the middle of the screen here um for the good to talk podcast on some masks just as a kind of <laughs> you know we can all have those um those podcasts um masks for for us so i'm I'm picking them up next week so i'm you know it's it's that little thing of like no no, no come on right, okay guys um i know like ben has asthma for instance so let's make sure we've all got masks i know we all have masks anyway but it, it seems right that we all, ha all have them. So if any of you manage to message me <laughs> to tell me that you've seen this before you get your mask, well done. You win a brownie point. Um, <laughs> so, what a um, quick Nothing. <laughs> hey, I've given people brownies in the past. Yeah, I might, oh, I might make brownies. Um, but it's, it is weird. So, um, oh, have we lost Tom? Tom, are you still there? Oh. We may have lost Tom for the time being there, guys. Um, so uh, as Tom was saying, he's not going back to work, mainly because um, obviously it's, a, it's an issue in terms of how um, it's going to relate to anyone that's, that he's interacting with and older people. And of course, that's going to be a massive issue uh, because he's got to look after them because at the end of the day, they're also his business in the future. So he's having to take a hit to his own um his own purse effectively um and all that stress from that just to be able to um be kind of nice and that's obviously an issue for him it's going to be an issue in terms of monetary um realization for the future him overhauling any equipment anything like that so you know there's going to be a big issue and of, of we've just literally been saying about how he's going to have his uh, business up and running um potentially through the internet and as we can just see there because of whatever usage the internet's just gone down there for tom 
um, whether it's his phone causing an issue, whether it's the internet in general. Um, and this is going to be his bread and butter. So there is a lot of stress out there. You saw it from myself earlier. And again, it's not going to be cut out. You will see me getting stressed. Um, because as I've said, we all have that at some point in our lives. So in general, um, this is a time when we're coming out of lockdown, but that doesn't mean we should um, act any differently. And don't feel that your level of worry and stress has to be immediately go down. Because you can see a lot of people on social media that just go, um, oh, everything's great now. I can, I can go to the beach or whatever it is. Um, don't let that make you feel any less normal or any different because you know it's still important that um you look after yourselves and that you feel um capable to to deal with everything day by day and if that means that your office is reopening or wherever you are is reopening and you're worried about it make sure you talk to someone don't just um just assume that life has to go back to normal as it was before um because that's if if the lockdown and, and COVID has taught us anything is that normal didn't really work that well for a lot of people. So um, just make sure you look after yourselves. Uh, I'm not too sure what we're going to talk about next time. Um, hopefully whoever I'm talking to's internet works a little bit better than Tom's. Uh, but yeah, do look after yourself. And if lockdown coming out of lockdown is an issue for you, make sure you talk to someone um, because it's causing stress for everyone, whether you're self-employed like Tom, whether um, you have quit your job like myself during lockdown uh, or whatever it is uh, it still affects us so uh, until the next video everyone please do look after yourselves have a good week and we will see you next time cheers